You're listening to Business Stories with Ryan Arcarachi, where I speak to business professionals from all walks of life. Thanks for listening, and let's get to it. Welcome back. It is part three, our final portion of Grand Opening Success with John Lee. John, it's good to have you back. Thank you, Ryan. It's great to be back. As as we uh, as we mentioned earlier, this is a you know a lot of franchisees you know feel that in franchisors they feel that the grand opening uh, you know why why put a lot of money in the in the in the program when it's only a you know a week or weekend event anyway and that is just uh, that, that thinking is is not successful thinking it's it's a four as we mentioned in the first uh, two two uh, sessions. It's a four-month plan, and the opening launch is the four months starting sixty day or sixty days before the store actually opens, or the the fitness center, fitness center, or whatever we have, and it continues for you know six to eight weeks after they open. So this is a, an opening launch program where the grand opening is is one element of that of that total program which usually you know it should begin uh, or should be held about you know four to six weeks after the business is open mm-hmm. certain equipment is running properly the staff is trained and they're giving great service and you don't have a lot of people waiting in line and getting aggravated and uh so it uh, and it, it's usually about a three maybe a two or three day event now we like to we like to cover it up with a week-long grand opening, like from Monday through Saturday or Sunday, where we have uh, you know posts going on on social media and you know just different things hyping it. But uh, we like to have the actual events starting Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or maybe Thursday through Saturday. Right, right. So we we talk about the ribbon cutting ceremony, um, you know. Talk to us about that. Who should be involved with with that, and how do you handle that? Yeah, we handle it. That's planned well in advance. Uh, we like for the franchise, uh, and we make all these local contacts for the franchisee. We like to get the Chamber of Commerce involved, and if this is a a product that's targeting women, we like to definitely focus on the the women's chamber of commerce if there is one in that market or sometimes right. the if it's a if it's a large market they have a, a large chamber of commerce they'll have a a women's you know kind of division or a women's uh chamber as part of the overall chamber so we want to make sure that we get the people from the chamber of commerce involved many times the chamber of commerce will do the ribbon cutting they'll provide a, a large ribbon and large uh, scissors, right? And they'll provide some PR with that. Most of the chambers, you know, they have, you know, many, many businesses that are that are members, you know, several hundred, right? If not eight or 900, you know, and uh, so we want to make certain that we tie in with the chamber because they know a lot of people, they have a lot of members. We want to uh, make certain if we have one or two local charity partners. Um, that a, a, a charity like Make-A-Wish Foundation or the Boys and Girls Clubs or some type of an organization that is near and dear to, to people's hearts, you know, like 
something related to children or pets, maybe an animal adoption uh, center or something like that. We want to make sure that we have one or two charity partners involved in the ribbon cutting and the grand opening and that they invite all of their donors and constituents to this ribbon cutting, to this event. Mm-hmm. Usually the, the, the ribbon cutting will be held like maybe on a Thursday or Friday, the first day of the grand opening. And uh, we want to make sure we get a lot of people invited. Now, maybe for that event, you have, I don't know, free samples of food or you know, just the activities. But we want to, want to invite people uh, you know, several days in advance, so they can put it on their calendar and especially invite the, uh, the database that entered to win a year of free, you know, whatever, yeah. uh, that database of a thousand or more people that we've developed during that pre-opening period and that we've continued to develop after the, after the business is open uh, up to the grand opening. So I want to make sure we get them invited as well. Right. You know, there, there is another, right? I want to say this before I forget it. There yeah. is another segment that is often overlooked uh, in the, the market area of these businesses. Now, most of these businesses, if they're retail-oriented, they, their, their market area is usually about three miles. That's typical. Maybe five miles in a, in a smaller community. But you have a radius, and within that radius, there are always businesses. Right. And the employees uh, of these businesses are prospects as well. If it's a fitness center like Title Boxing Club, what we did with them is in, in Anytime Fitness, we targeted those employees because they could come work out before work, before 8 o'clock, during lunch or right after work. So we don't, we always want to uh, think in terms of the, all those employees. Most of those employees, they don't live in the area where they work. So it's, it's a convenience thing. Also with uh, the, uh, if it's a restaurant, you want to make sure that you to- target and focus on those employees uh, so they can come to you for lunch with restaurants. And uh, these fast casual uh, uh, restaurants, uh, the stronger the lunch business, the stronger the evening business, and the stronger the weekend business is going to be. So that lunch period is, is a really a key element to the success of, of a restaurant, for example. So we want to focus on those employees and get them to the grand opening, get them to come in for a demonstration, and so on and so forth. That's interesting. You bring that up. So, and you know, I just thought about it too, is that people who are working in the area nine out of 10 times, if they're going to lunch, they're going to go, go somewhere close by. So marketing to employees like office employees and things like that makes a lot of sense. Well, it does. And you know, that we found with with made right sandwiches, which was a client for a number of years. Um, we gave away uh, a free small milkshake to the businesses. Now we, we would go to the uh, we would go to the businesses in the area in a, just a one mile radius, fill a milkshake or a malt cup with coupons, mm-hmm. a special coupon for a free on a smaller medium milkshake, and it's only good from from eleven till two, mm-hmm. uh, Monday through Friday. So when that coupon is available, and I tell you that people would come in 
to that store for that free milkshake. And of course they would order a sandwich and fries and onion rings and everything else. And this, the trick to this is to keep in mind is people in a business, they don't go to lunch by themselves generally. Right. They usually go with two or three or four other people. So, you know, that that's that's a really important uh, target to, that we need to focus our marketing and advertising activities. activities yeah. on. Well, one thing I want to ask you, we I want to bring up too is videos. So, I mean, we live in a day and age where everybody's got a video camera in their pocket, basically. So, you know, do you suggest videoing the live grand opening event but also the other dynamic to this is that the customers could be doing their own videos as well and i know for example my wife and people i know uh they they automatically do video and photos of food they eat at new places they check out to post on social media so um what's your take on that i mean you use utilizing customer videos and customer reviews and customer social media accounts to drive business to. Right. That's a real good point. I like the idea of, of uh, customers coming in and taking a video of the food or of uh, or, or whoever they're with enjoying the meal and, uh, and, and posting it. Also entering it into a contest. Yeah. Who comes up with the best 30 or 60 second video and right. enter it into that restaurant's uh, contest. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that that's always fun. We want to have fun with all of this. Now, as far as the, the video and the live stream, and, and I know that, you know, I've talked about this before, we need to make sure that a, a real key to this is to make sure that we have a lot of people invited to this grand opening, the Chamber of Commerce people, the donors of these charities, the the database, the Enter to Win opt-in database. Or the uh, influencers. Yeah, the influencers. Developing. Yeah, the influencers. Yeah. You've got to get all of those people there for the grand opening to make yeah. it, and the ribbon cutting, uh, to make it an event, to make it a fun event. You know, if you just have the Chamber of Commerce and maybe five or six people there doing a ribbon cutting. And oftentimes that's what the chamber brings. They don't yeah. bring a lot of people and, you know, they'll have, you know, four or five people there from the chamber, they're ambassadors and that's it. Yeah. So that's not a big event. That's not something to video and, uh, and put on YouTube, but it needs to be planned out. So we want to have a big event. We want to have some activities. We want to have people there and, uh, and customers uh, vid videoing, taking video of their food and the activities. Real good right. point. I got a, a, an odd question for you that came to mind. Who, who makes these giant ribbons and these giant scissors? <laughs> well, there are companies, vendors that do that. Yeah. Uh, they cost and you usually about a couple of hundred dollars. Okay. Uh, $300, two to two to 300, maybe $400 for the, the wide ribbon and these big scissors and yeah. uh, there are companies that you can buy them from yeah. and the chamber, every chamber of commerce is going to have that as part of their, as part of their grand opening arsenal, if you will. Are the scissors safe? That's my question. Cause when you have <laughs> they're giant safe. scissors, I'd be worried. <laughs> worried uh, about. They're safe. They're okay. safe. They're not, they're, they're not, they're not really sharp. They're just okay. sharp enough to cut the ribbon, you know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I always wonder that cause I didn't want to hear about any, you know, anybody getting hurt with the scissors. No. So I don't think um, it's ever happened. They may have gotten hurt, but uh, from, from other reasons. You okay. know. 
but not so, from the scissors. So let's talk. I mean, you, you've given me some stories, some short stories and results from clients you've had, John. So we did talk about title boxing club. Can you tell us a little bit about um, tasty delight? What's, what's up? What's the story on that one? Well, that's a, well, that's a, a yogurt type product. We handled all of their opening launches and grand openings for several years. And, uh, you know, they just got better and better. And uh, uh, one location here in Chandler, Arizona, close to where I live, uh, they had a grand opening and they, they did it right. They followed the plan. We, we implemented the plan for them, but they, on their end, that franchisee followed the plan uh, to the letter. And that we had uh, clowns, a couple of clowns, and we had some people making the uh, balloon animals for the kids and, mm-hmm. you know, fake tattoos for the kids. And it was a, really a wonderful all day event. And they had some free samples of yogurt, small samples. People also bought uh, yogurt as well. So everything was not just free, but they had over a thousand people that day, that Saturday uh, at their grand opening. And wow. uh, it was just a huge success. How long was and that re- for? How long was that opening for then? A full day? Well, that, that was on a Saturday. That grand opening was, was for three days. So three days. they got a lot of people in on Thursday and a lot of people in on Friday because yep. we had activities going on. And then the big event uh, uh, was uh, the, the special uh, food you know, giveaway and small samples were, was Saturday. So yeah. that, uh, that really generated a lot of traffic and it really got now that store had been open for about six weeks. Okay. So they were already building a customer base and, and really making some things happen, but that grand opening just, just took them over the top and uh, they never looked back. That was a very, very successful location. Yeah, that's great. And the other one you you've sent me over was, so tell us a little bit about Wayback Burgers in Washington you worked with. Well, this is real interesting. Uh, there's a fellow by the name of Ben Lee uh, in Bellevue, Washington. Mm-hmm. He had opened uh, the Wayback Burger, uh, his, his restaurant, um, like in, in January or February. And uh, it, was, it was doing okay. He we were not working with him. We came in after he'd been open for about three months. He felt that he needed some help. So corporate got us involved. That's when we first started working with Wayback Burgers. And so they got us involved as a test and as a, as a challenge, so to speak. And so we worked uh, closely with Ben. He, didn't, he, had, he had a customer base, but it wasn't huge. But uh, we put together his, uh, his grand opening, a, a, a six-week or, or a full month uh, opening, launching grand opening, because he had already been open. So, yeah. And with uh, the strategies and the tactics and the plan we put together, uh, for, that, for that six weeks of his official opening launch, and then he had, a, you know, he had about a three-day grand opening, and they're toward, toward the end of this launch. But during that six-week period, he had uh, 68% more customers and 49% higher sales than the other uh, Wayback Burgers franchisees that had opened in that six months before him. So wow. 
that's a that's a real testimony to our program and yeah. uh i mean everyone was you know the, the ceo of wayback burgers and their staff were very excited and and of course they bought into the program for their all of their other locations so we worked with them for several years but um i mean real hard numbers and he was an accountant so i, I have a lot of faith in his numbers when he yeah. said we had 68 percent higher sales yeah. and 49 per, or higher customer counts and 49 percent higher sales compared to the other stores in the network that it opened that it opened six months before him uh there's quite a testimony to the program so just to draw a conclusion to everything we've talked about in the three parts of this podcast the one thing i've learned listening to you is number one you have to follow the plan and the process to a t every detail has to be completed and done correctly working with you john to make sure that this is successful because it seems like every successful brand or franchisee you worked with followed everything correctly um and then number two which you brought up is the investment you need that fairly decent investment of you said roughly between what eight to ten thousand for a grand opening to really have it be successful so would you say those are the two biggest takeaways for most people out of this yeah the the eight to ten thousand is for the opening launch opening uh, launch the, the the four month program that's for the opening launch four right. month program um yeah those are the two biggest takeaways uh you know it's a franchisee and it's their business and right. uh, they're the business owner so you know they can deviate from the plan and 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 spend less but they will the results are there and i'm afraid that they the results won't be what they expected when they start to deviate from the plan and cut corners and cut costs uh you know they're not going to have the same results and uh you know, we have uh, prospective clients that we're talking to now, and they, the, in their FDD, they're they're required to spend twenty five hundred to five thousand dollars. Well, you know how much the franchisee is going to spend the twenty five hundred. Right. It needs to be firm in the FDD of exactly how much they are required to spend on their opening launch or four month program, right. and they should also include in there. The franchisor should include uh, in that FDD, they should modify it, uh, that they also use the marketing agency or the marketing company that has been endorsed by the franchisor. Now, it doesn't have to mention impact marketing services, you know, my company, it doesn't have to mention that, but they should have a clause in there where uh, the new franchisee is required to use the endorsed marketing company uh, that, that's been endorsed by the franchisor or the first thing you know they may spend the eight to ten thousand dollars but you know the, the brother-in-law or sister-in-law well they have experience in marketing but they don't have experience in the food marketing for that brand right so they really need they really need to avoid those kinds of situations so the fdd is very important and it needs to be uh, it needs to be specific in the FDD, how much to spend and, and basically who to use. I want to also mention on some of the results uh, with Island Finn Poke yep. in Tampa, Florida for their grand opening. We just marketed to that database 
a day before the actual grand opening started, just that enter to win a year free pokey database, just to that database, mm-hmm. the day before the grand opening only, they could come in and get some free samples and, you know, sample the food. They had over 200 people waiting in line that day. We have a photograph on it in our uh, marketing guide. So mm-hmm. if franchise anyone listening to this they can email me or call me and i'll be more than glad to send them this opening launch and grand opening marketing guide it has a lot of these details in it and i think it'd be very much worthwhile but they had a lot of people waiting in line and um, anytime fitness i worked with the uh, the franchisee that was very aggressive he said i am going to have 300 members before we open we started working 60 days before he actually opened. He had over 300 members. He was aggressive and he got, he went to Home Depot and Walmart and Lowe's and had a meeting early in the mornings. He, he talked to the store manager and wanted, I only want 20 minutes of your employees' time, their staff. In all of these stores, they have weekly meetings, you know, yeah. with their staff. So he was able to make a 20 minute presentation to these businesses where he had, you know, 50 or 60 employees. He got a lot of members that way. So, you know, there's, uh, there's, there's certain things that need to be done if you really want to succeed. And all of this is uh, included in the, the opening launch and grand opening marketing plan that we put together. Great. So we got to wrap this up, but thanks again, John. So if you're listening and you want to uh, check out John's opening marketing guide or speak to him, John, again, uh, where can people reach you or how can they contact you? Well, they can, they can uh, visit our website at impactmarketingservices.com. Mm-hmm. They can email me at John, J-O-H-N, at impactmarketingservices.com. I'm sorry, uh, they can email me at impact marketing, yeah, impactmarketingservices.com. Right. And they can ask for the opening launch marketing guide. I'll be more than glad to send it to them. There's no obligation. Or they can text me or call me on my cell phone, 602-318-3008. No obligation. We just want to help these new franchisees get their business off the ground. And we want to help these emerging franchisors because this is a real critical time in the life of their franchise network. Well, plus I think it's great for the community too. You have good thriving businesses in a community. It's just, it's just a better situation for the community at large too. So uh, it's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's been a great three part series. Thanks, John. If you're listening, please reach out to John. Um, he could definitely help you out there. And, uh, oh, and one thing I'm, I forgot to mention too, um, text message marketing too, John, we, you know, we work together on that. We provide text message marketing. So if you're listening and you want to work with John, but you're interested in doing some text messaging to your database, client tether is a good option for that too. Well, um, exactly. And that, yeah. and that would be included in our opening launch marketing plan that we put together, that four month marketing plan, there'd be a section in there for, uh, the text messaging to to this database that we've been right. this enter to win database yeah. we will uh will use uh client tether to uh to send sms text messages and and email 
messages uh, to this group. That's very important. We also want to get involved in that would be that would be presented in the opening launch and grand opening marketing plan. And that is reputation management, you know, yeah. the rankings on social media of how their businesses are ranking. If you're if you're three or three and a half, uh, any of these franchisees have three or three and a half ranking out of five stars, there's a problem. Right. They all need to be at 4.5 or higher. And we have ways of monitoring that and monitoring any negative reviews for your franchise. So franchisors, they can look and monitor all of, regardless of how many, all of their franchisees uh, ratings and, uh, and reviews easily. Right. Well, thank you again, John. Have a great rest of your day and let's uh, keep in touch about this. You bet, right? Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're interested in becoming an episode sponsor, please email me at livingryan at gmail.com. And thank you so much.